Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 22nd of July. Thank God it's Friday. And as usual with all these briefings, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can pause the slides here. And if you're listening to a podcast wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, hope you're staying warm and dry. And you can, of course, tune in to our website, marcustoday.com.au, at your leisure. Read the disclaimer there, sign up for a free trial, or have a look at all the other goodies that we have, of course, on the website. Well, we had another positive night in the US, up 162 points on the Dow, up 0.51%. 32,037, the NASDAQ, up 1.36%, 162 points, 12,060 12,060, breaking through the 12,000 level. That's nice to see. And the S&P 500 knocking on the door of 4,000, up 39 points. Middle for diddle, up 0.99%, 3,999. Our SPY futures up 12 points, or 0.18%. So another relatively firm open in store. The VIX index was down 1.3.22%. As far as commodities went overnight, we had uh, the oil price coming off. We did see Nord Stream come back online, at least for the time being. So that did relieve a lot of the tension in the energy market. We saw the Brent crude price down $3.06, 103.86, down 2.86. And WTI down $3.53 or 3.53%, 96.35. So a little bit of inflation busting going on there in terms of the uh, the Brent crude and the WTI price coming off the boil. Couldn't say the same for the gold price, which was better. Saw a little bit of weakening in the US dollar. Did have some uh, little bit underwhelming or a little bit um, uh, disappointing in some respects if you're an inflation bull in terms of uh, some of the economic data coming out in the US. So showing signs that maybe the US economy is starting to feel the pressure of higher rates, higher oil prices, and the demand is slowing, and the jobs market is not quite as buoyant as had previously thought. As a result of all this, we saw the gold price up $13.20.78%, The iron ore price was down 0.71%, In other commodities, we had copper down 0.5%, not even a flesh wound. Nickel up 1.4. Aluminium up 0.8 of a percent. We had zinc down 1.5%. Lead down 1.5. Tin down 0.4. As far as miners overseas go, we had BHP down 0.2. Rio up 0.4. So nothing shaking but the trees there. And we have four free point McMoran up 1.2%. We also had the likes of Alcoa. Doing quite uh, well, up 0.2 of a percent. Tech Corp was down at 3.76%. Anglo up 0.9. Glencore down 1.5. Vale up 0.6. Arbomile in the lithium space, pointing to more gains in our lithium stocks potentially today, up 2.8%. So a bit higgledy piggledy in the commodity stocks overnight. 
but uh, certainly finding some stability and some pushing ahead. So that is good. The Aussie dollar up to 69.33, so pushing back through that 69 cent level on the back of a slightly weaker US dollar last night. Here we have the S&P 500. One-way traffic pretty much, pretty much from the get-go. A little bit of a swoon earlier in the day. It was announced as well that President Biden has COVID. Uh, would normally be a bit of a panic, I guess, uh, with the president having COVID. But um, there was pictures of him working as normal, at least in quarantine. So uh, nil desperandum there for that. And as uh, one commentator on CNB said this morning, uh, most people in the US have either had COVID or know someone who has had COVID and has uh, recovered pretty much. And it's surprising, really, that the president, given the amount of people that he meets, hasn't had COVID up till now. First Lady did not test positive for COVID. So we did see a little bit of weaker economic data coming out of the US last night. So that did push things higher. Although Snap came out after hours with their results, fell 26% on their results. But generally, US results last night, once again, relatively benign, relatively good, really. So that is a positive for our market and for their market. Apple was up 1.5%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, pretty much unchanged. Google up 0.4%. Microsoft up 1%. Amazon up 1.5%. We had um, also... Uh, Tesla had a really good night last night, so that will bode well for our uh, lithium stocks as well. And we might even get some uh, rise in uh, nickel stocks as well. But we had Tesla up 9.8%, Netflix up 3.5%. The US banks were better but not stunning. Goldman's the best of the bunch up 1.6%, JP Morgan up 0.7%, and we had Wells Fargo up 1.3%. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, did zip nudder. But zip has done quite well recently. Major stories coming out of international markets. The U.S. stocks notched their best three-day rally since May. Well, May wasn't that far away, really, was it? It all sounds great in headlines, but wasn't exactly a long time away. Russia has resumed gas flows to Europe. Nord Stream 1 pipeline following scheduled maintenance downtime. And Draghi has resigned once again. This time it's good, I suspect, as Italian Prime Minister after key parties abstain from confidence vote. Snap elections expected in the fall. You can see that was the US headline. They're expected in the autumn in Italy in October. The Bank of Japan leaves policy settings unchanged, maintains easing bias. Microsoft and Google are the latest to announce hiring freezes. Biden expects to speak with Xi soon, but may not negotiate on tariffs. China's US ambassador seeks to walk back Beijing's declaration of a no-limits partnership with Russia. And China records slight drop in daily COVID infections. And foreign funds sold Chinese bonds for the fifth month in June. And Japan recorded a trade deficit of $10 billion in June as imports surge on price imports. And South Korea exports rise 14.5% in the first 20 days. The big story, though, really of last night was the ECB, which, having talked about a 25 basis point rise in interest rates, went ahead with a massive 50 basis point rise in interest rates. Now, let's put some of that in context. That takes their official deposit rates to zero. Okay, zero. EU inflation is 8% plus, uh, depending on where you are. But the interest rate in the EU is zero. They also put in place uh, a uh, protection mechanism. This is the anti-fragmentation mechanism. Uh, so this is uh, going to be their new policy. Pretty light on details there, really. Um, the policy, the TPI, as it's called, 
uh, has been dubbed, maybe fairly or unfairly, to protect Italy policy, because Italy seems to be the epicentre at the moment of political and economic unrest. More on that in Henry's take today. Uh, but uh, certainly that was a big, big move from the ECB, 50 basis points to zero. So no longer negative rates. It's um, the, the press and the media and the financial commentators are making a big thing about this move from uh, negative to zero, 50 basis points. I mean, it is a sign, but in the big scheme of things, when you've got inflation at 8%, they are a long way behind not one, not two, not three, but probably four eight balls there. <coughs> in terms of our market today, not a lot going on. No local data today. We've got some Japanese economic data coming out. June CPI, uh, Nikkei Services PMI for July, Nikkei Manufacturing PMI for July as well. <coughs> uh, Tesla topped the leaderboard after its quarterly result beat estimates rising 9.4%. And interestingly, the Philadelphia Stock Exchange Semiconductor Index has surged since July 1, 18%. 18% from the Philadelphia Stock Exchange Semiconductor Index. And we did see some mixed sort of reactions to the ECB move in Europe. Stocks 50 up 0.3, FTSE up 0.1, DAX down 0.3, CAC up 0.3. 10-year yields in the US 2.93, giving away that 3% handle. Uh, so we are seeing the yields coming under a little bit of pressure again. Australia, 3.56, pushing higher. Germany, 1.21. We saw the G8 Education, uh, the childcare business CEO, quitting yesterday. And he's replaced by not the Bog W replacement, but a big W replacement. Apologies for that typo. And Avato, which is a printing business, has gone into administration. Why are we looking at this? Well, apart from the fact that we did recommend... IGL, IGL, which is IVE Group, um, a couple of days ago as a buy around 175. Uh, they're now $2.10. They, of course, are a big printing business as well. And if one of their rivals goes into administration, that can only be good for the ones left standing. And HUM has been hit with a $33 million claim from Sumitomo Mitsui Banking. Question of the day today. We talk about this a lot on the call on Ausbiz at the Accumulate, or as we colloquially call it, the nibble. So have you gone the nibble? Have you been nibbling away at stocks in this current, well, certainly the malaise that we saw in June? It does look as if June uh, was the low point for a variety of reasons, some of which are only common to Australia, bearing in mind tax loss, etc. But have you gone the nibble? Love to hear from you on the Facebook discussion group, as always, which is a great group. 3,700 members, members helping members is our motto there. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, wherever you are in this wonderful world, you can also tune into some of the other wonderful podcasts we have with Full of Marcusness on the Marcus Strategy podcast, which is our fly-on-the-wall morning meeting. There's the On the Desk podcast, where the team in Melbourne talk about all things financial, and the On the Couch podcast. And if you're interested in nickel stories, and Poseidon Nickel in particular, Marcus last sat down, uh, usurping my usual position as the host of On the Couch, and he sat down with Peter Harold, the CEO of Poseidon Nickel, and certainly a stock that he holds dear to his heart, and talked all things nickel and panoramic resources, which is one that I have... Uh, followed for some time so urge you to check that out and of course the last one that I did was Julian McCormack from Platinum Asset Manage which was a very much the Paddington Bear case but anyway we shall move on well thanks very much for listening have a great day and may the trading gods be with you <laughs>